Hello and welcome to this episode of the Magnetic Woman Show. I am so excited to be here and really to be back. I took a few weeks off intentionally and unintentionally. Um, I've just been really reorganizing a lot of things on the Magnetic Woman side, refining a few of the programs and offerings that I have going on right now, and really just simplifying. I have such a tendency to overwork, to burn out, to really stay in a space where I'm just like doing busy work because I think it makes me feel productive. And, you know, the saying you teach what you need to learn while well, it is so true around me and pleasure and the feminine, right? So if this is your first time tuning into my podcast, thank you so much for being here. I'm Lauren Joyce. I'm a sex, love, and relationship expert and founder of The Magnetic Woman, which is a luxury lifestyle and empowerment brand for women. And today I want to talk to you about the feminine art of desire, the good, the bad, the painful, and why we so quickly resist our desires. So, and this is something that has come up for me. It's come up for a lot of my clients. And in the last few weeks, as I haven't been recording podcasts, um, and really just re refining a lot of things in my business and in my offerings, it's something that has really come up. So to me, a desire is very different than a goal. And it is most certainly different than a wish right? So a goal is a very masculine thing and it tends to be measurable and quote unquote reasonably achievable, right? And this is how we're taught to push ourselves forward. This is how we're taught to um, achieve and mark our achievements is by goal setting. And you know, I think that there is a time and a place for goals. I'm not saying that goals aren't necessary or required or that we don't need them. But I do think that most women, most women who are powerful, successful, um, most female leaders, you are so overly focused on goals and what is practical, what is reasonable, what is realistic and not only is that like a kiss of death to your feminine, because the feminine is not practical. It is not logical. It is not realistic. The feminine is connected to the, the magic, the, the, the powers that are not seen, right? The power beyond ourselves. And our desires are this interface really between us and the divine, between us and that which is greater than us. Our desires are this bridge between us and who we're meant to become. Yet most women resist their desires, really play small in their desires and settle in their desires. And this is for a few reasons. The first one is that really finally touching on something that you deeply, deeply want, because to me, a desire, it is this, this soul, right? It is so deep. It is usually like comes with the, I have no idea how this is possible. I have no idea how this is going to happen. And when we finally put our, our finger 
on the pulse of it, it can feel so much, so big, so potent. And then when we realize that one, we don't have it, and then we don't have any idea how we're going to get it, it feels painful. And so most women are not in touch with their desires because of the pain that they experience when they don't have them and don't know, quote unquote, how to get them, right? So what happens? We resist them. We don't locate them. We ignore them. And then we wonder why we're walking around feeling unfulfilled, unsatisfied, low-grade depressed, like we're wasting our lives, we're wasting our potential, like we're waiting around for something. And then if you're like me and so many of my clients, women like us, what we'll do is we'll we'll focus on things that are quote-unquote reasonable, goals that like look good, sound good. Maybe other people have them. Maybe they were a desire for other people. We're like, yeah, sure. I'll take that. And we kind of just like play in the shallow end. Right. And we're like, oh, this is fine. This is enough. All the while our soul, our feminine is craving so much more. It's craving so much deeper. And this is what you have to understand about desires and the feminine. You will always be in a state of longing. You will always be in a state of not having the next thing in some area of your life. And the next thing can be big or small, right? So for a lot of women, like the next thing might be a partnership, a marriage, a family, starting a business, scaling your business, quantum leaping in your business. It might be taking a massive trip. It might be allowing for more support. Those are all like big things, right? And it could be something quote unquote small, like you actually desire a new car. And so smart, powerful women and leaders, especially and entrepreneurs, I'm looking at you. We've, we've kind of like gotten into this space of like masking our desires. So we'll have a desire and then we so quickly relate it to our business. I want to buy new clothes. Oh, it'll be great. And I can use them in a photo shoot. Oh, I want to travel. Great. Let me host a retreat there. Oh, I want to take Fridays off. So I'll, okay, well, I'll work extra hard during the week to like allow myself to take Fridays off. So One thing to note around desires is that you're always in a state of desire. The feminine is always reaching for more life. It's always evolving. It's always going for that next thing. And so you have to learn how to hold the desire and the uncomfortableness of not having it in a state of pleasure and turn on. First, number two is you have to allow your desires to be enough. Just the fact that you have a desire gets to be enough. So for me, what I found, which was really interesting, and, you know, I think I, in all of the work that I've done over the almost decade that I've been learning about and teaching and coaching around embodying your feminine power, um, It is really easy, especially with social media, to get caught up in what other people are doing, what they're creating, and how they're creating it. And so oftentimes watching other people 
can spark a desire within us. And what a lot of us will do is we'll see something and be like, oh, I want that because it sparked a desire. And we assume that either it's the exact same thing or we have to do the same things to get it. And what I find with desires is when you allow your desires to be enough and you begin to follow them, you find how if, if somebody else's life or experience has sparked a desire in you, you'll find how that desire is uniquely for you and will probably look different than the other people. So for example, I saw a lot of my friends, um, my coach, a lot of women that I know, love and respect in Paris recently, and they were hosting VIP days or retreats and all these stuff. And the desire to be in Europe was like so, so strong. So I did the same thing. I masked it. I gave myself a reason. So I was like, I'll do a retreat there. And I've hosted a retreat in Paris before and it was amazing. It was incredible. And it felt really good. It felt really aligned. So I started taking all the action, all of the inspired action to put together the sales page for the retreat and everything. And I kept you know, moving forward, I was promoting it. I was talking to women about it. And one day I really sat with it and I was like, do I actually want to do a retreat in Paris? Or do I just want to go to Paris? And that's when this idea of like, can I allow my desire to go to Europe to just be enough, to not have to link it to work, to not have to give it a reason or an excuse And, and so what I've realized, right, and again, in teaching what we need to learn and going back to basics, really being in touch with your desires can feel like a full-time job because the world around us, culture, society, the patriarchy, our friends, our family, social media are all telling us what we should want, when we should want it, how it should look, and how we should get it. And some of it can be great inspiration, can be an amazing expander for what's possible. Some of it can be what sparks our desires. And a lot of it is just noise. And so when it comes to the feminine art of desires, like I said, our desires are like this bridge between us and who we're meant to be. And my first mentor, Regina Thomas Howard, used to always say, our desires break us and remake us. And now I'm at a point in my life, in my journey where I'm like, you know, I don't necessarily think the breaking and remaking has to be painful. I don't believe in the the breaking and remaking being excruciating. So I like to set intentions when I also set desires, like, okay, I want to do X, Y, Z, and I want it to come to me pleasurably and easily. So in the breaking and remaking or in that, across that bridge, oftentimes what has to happen is you have to go deeper within your feminine, go deeper within trust and surrender, really rearranging your beliefs, really shifting on an identity level to be the woman who has that thing. So if we take the example of a desire for partnership. So here you are, this smart, powerful, successful woman, and you have a deep desire for partnership. 
and you've actually allowed yourself to feel the desire to be not in agreement with your desire and to, to start to search for and find pleasure in the not having of the desire. And that bridge, the, the breaking and remaking element, right? Or walking across that bridge is going to require you to possibly heal some intimacy wounds and attachment wounds and fears. It's going to bring up your fears about being vulnerable, about being connected. It's going to bring up maybe some grief around letting go the identity of the single version of you and really stepping into the identity of the woman who's with her life partner. It's going to require you to be so deeply connected to your feminine power, so deeply connected to your boundaries, to your truth, right? That is the breaking and remaking part, right? If you're someone who you want to start a business, right? Or you want to scale your business, the woman who has the business or has the business at the level that you are desiring right now, she has a different belief set. She has a different way that she works. She has a different way that she shows up on a regular basis. Not because you currently right now aren't capable of it, but it's just, it's like a a staircase. That's just the natural progression, right? You have to be comfortable having, holding more or more comfortable being visible or potentially being criticized or judged. And so when it comes to the feminine art of desires, right, there's so much talk about like, you know, get in touch with your desires and manifest your desires. But a lot of people don't talk about how scary it is, how confronting it is and how painful it can be, which is why most women avoid it. And then you ingest all this content that's about like getting clear on your desires and manifesting your desires and you're not doing it. So then you're in this perpetual state of shaming yourself and judging yourself and wondering what's wrong with you and buying all these programs to heal things so that you can finally manifest or magnetize your desires. And like the reality is desires require a lot of shadow work, right? It requires being comfortable holding the duality of having this really intense desire. And then the feelings, the pains, the longing of not physically having it in this moment. And there It's about learning how to hold that duality in pleasure and turn on. And every desire, especially the really big ones, gets to be an invitation into a deeper presence within yourself, a deeper sense of holding that duality, a deeper space of trusting yourself, of belief, of surrender, of like, propping up your own feminine power in the sense that my desires are enough. And because I desire it, then it's meant for me. We spend so much time finding our desires wrong or thinking they're too big or not enough or this or that or this or that. So one of the first steps to really beginning to get in touch with a lot of your desires is radical approval of any and all of your desires. So just honestly start asking yourself on a regular basis, what do I desire? What do I desire to eat for breakfast? What do I desire to wear? What do I desire to do on Friday? And really tune into desire should feel expansive. 
what can feel con- constrictive when it comes to desires is when the thoughts go to how am I going to make that happen? Or I have no idea how that's going to happen. But if you sit in the desire itself, the having of that thing, it should feel expansive. Then our mind, which is just programmed to keep us safe, not to keep us happy, happy, it's going to throw up all of your fears, all of your insecurities, all of your doubts, all of the conditioning that is going to try and be like, no, you don't want to go for that thing because that thing is not currently happening in the present and we're safe and alive in the present. So we want to stay here. So when you start getting in touch with your desires, including like what to eat, if you're thinking about what do I really desire to eat, it should feel expansive. There should be an element of turn on there. And then you want to find it right. Now you can choose to eat something else. You can choose to wear something else. You can choose to do something else on a Friday, right? But when you begin to approve of even the smallest, especially the smallest desires, when the bigger desires bubble up, when you put your hand on them, they become so much easier for you to allow to sink into. And what makes you magnetic to your desires is yes, quote unquote, being an energetic frequency for those desires, but it's about finding pleasure all along that bridge, right? So coming back to this bridge analogy, here you are, and here's the desire that you want. And here's the bridge from where you are to your desire. Every step across that bridge should be pleasurable because once you get to that desire, there's going to be another bridge to the next desire. And it's just continual. There is no arriving ever. And when you can realize that there's no arriving ever, that you're always going to desire something more, bigger, better. And this isn't like a coming from a place of lack or like trying to keep up with the Kardashians here, right? But it is about, again, using the example of a relationship, you get into a relationship, you date, and then you're like, okay, we're committed. You're not going to want to just like be boyfriend and girlfriend forever. Maybe you do, but even then, five years from now, that relationship, you're going to want it to look different. It's going to naturally look different. Life is always growing and evolving, and so is our feminine, and so are our desires. So when you get into reality <laughs> that you there's no arriving ever, and it truly is about the pleasure along the way, it's going to take so much pressure off because we then put so, we have this tendency to put so much pressure on certain desires, on a partnership, on a marriage, on a child on a business, that when I have that thing, I will finally feel fulfilled, whole, worthy, happy, lovable. And you get that thing. And unless you have been intentionally working on the worthy, whole, lovable thing along the way, you're not going to feel it. So you're going to get into a relationship and then you're going to be like, wow, I don't feel lovable enough. Oh, we must need to get married. So you're never going to arrive in a place where you just are like, I'm satisfied. I'm good. I don't need anything else. I have no more desires Two, allow your desires to be enough exactly how they are not having to justify them, not having to give them reason or excuse and get comfortable holding the duality of having a desire, but not physically tangibly having it and 
more than likely not knowing how it's going to happen. So if you've enjoyed this podcast and you want to dive in deeper to the feminine arts and principles in a really intimate, high-level way, I want to welcome you and invite you into The Pleasure Mind, which is a six-month journey. It is a mastermind style, but let's be real. Masterminds are so 2010 old white guy. This is a space that is founded upon and utilizes the feminine arts and principles to help you quantum leap in your income, impact, and intimacy. So we're applying the feminine arts and principles, your embodied feminine leadership to all areas of your life. We do that through three calls a month. The first three Tuesdays of every month, we have a two and a half day retreat in January. You get a 90 minute intensive with me during these six months. And we have a small intimate boxer thread with me, you and the other nine women. There's only 10 spots available. And today, the day this podcast airs, October 10th is the last day for early bird bonuses, which include a spa day for anybody who enrolls by the end of this evening, the end of tonight, or you get a full day intensive if you sign up and pay in full. So I'm so excited for the pleasure mind because quite frankly, this is a space that I wish would have existed for me when I first started my business. So especially if you are a love coach or doing anything around the feminine, feminine energy, Um, you're going to want to be in this group because I've done so many different quote unquote business masterminds where then I had to tend to and deepen my own feminine practices. And oftentimes business coaches didn't really know how to support me or hold me because what we do is different. Now, does that mean business coaches aren't welcome? No, come on in. If you want to deepen your own connection, your own relationship to your embodied feminine leadership, then this is the space for you. So as I mentioned before, I've really refined a lot in my business. So at this moment, the only ways that you can work with me are one-on-one and there's only two or three spots available for that and in the pleasure mind. You can also go ahead and join the membership where there's a monthly workshop. But right now I'm focusing on high level, deep and profound transformation with women. So the link is in the show notes, or you can go to themagneticwoman.com backslash pleasure dash mind and join us there. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out. And if you loved this episode, make sure to subscribe, leave me a five-star review and share it with your friends. Feel free to share this on social media, tag me because the more women that hear this content, the better. All right, my loves, I'll see you soon.